0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast and I am uh, far less than 100% right now. Uh, I'm still dealing with a NyQuil hangover from last night. Mucus everywhere. Uh, I feel like I've been in a train wreck, Lundy. I've got hot flashes. I got chills. Uh, Somehow I tested negative for COVID, but I think I'm going to retest because I think I got everything. And I definitely have syphilis. I feel terrible right now.
1: Well, you know, the world appreciates you powering through and providing them with marginal betting advice.
0: Exactly. You know, the masses, I'm always going to try to pay it for through thick and thin in sickness and in health. And there is certainly a lot of unhealthy options on the menu today. But let's start off with the no home run parlay. Uh, did not do me justice yesterday because I faded Manny Machado. I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to go back-to-back games. A long ball? No. Denied. Shut up, Evans. Uh, but we're back into that saddle right now, so here you go. 4 legger Always try to get guys minus 750 or lower in juice. So let's go with Rogue Ned Odor, who shockingly is at minus 550 at Oakland in front of a capacity crowd of maybe three people there. Uh, give me Aaron Judge on the road in Detroit. Brandon Lau in blustery and chilly conditions on the north side against the Cubs. And Ozzy Albus, uh, who is on the road taking on Bueller, 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 Bueller. Walker Bueller in the LA Dodgers. I know those guys eclipse the fence. It's minus 116, but this together at DraftKings. Odor just 4-26 with one extra base hit and no long ball so far this season, so that's why I'm fading him. As for Aaron Judge, he goes off against Eduardo Rodriguez. A lot of their battles, of course, and the storied rivalry between the Yankees and Red Sox, but now Rodriguez... Uh, With the Tigers, Uh, he's just 4-27 lifetime with 12 strikeouts against Rodriguez. I mentioned the weather in Chicago. Wind blowing to the left field corner at 21-25 to miles per hour sustained. Lau, recall, is a lefty hitter. So, not exactly conducive environment for him to carry one deep. And then Ozzie Albus, uh, he's a switch hitter, but he is 0 for 6 lifetime with a couple of Ks against Walker Bueller. So there you go. Those four guys do not hit one out of the park. Minus 116 at DraftKings. Anybody screw it up, Lundy
1: Oh, if somebody will find a way to screw it up on you, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, it is what it is. It's like my same gamer last night in the Phillies and uh, Rockies game where I needed one lousy extra strikeout out of Kyle Freeland away from a $400 payday. Thanks, Kyle jerk. Yeah, well, he got um, paid. He
0: doesn't really care right now, but yeah, yeah, at
1: this point he doesn't give two shits about me. So, you know, that's just how it is. So, somebody'll screw it up just like that happened to me last night, but that's okay. These midweek runs in baseball, especially with all the day games today. Holy crap. We got a full slate of day games to be able to bet on, which are always fun. Uh, so I, somebody will screw it up. I'll say Albus is going to be the one that screws it up for you just to pick a name off that list, but I'm hoping that your no-home-run parlays continue to pay, my man, because you deserve something other than a NyQuil hangover.
0: Yeah, hell, I, I was in bed by 8:15. I didn't even see uh, the couple of NBA playoff games. I just passed out, and it's a likely similar path for your boy tonight. And with that, let's get to it here on this Hump Day Edition. You know what? We're going to feature some hockey after all with another Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. Uh, let's blast those books into the boards, put the biscuit in the basket. I've run out of hockeyisms. So, by all means, uh, seize the stick here and fire away. What do you like in the NHL tonight?
1: Well, let's leave my stick out of it for season purposes, (laughs) but let's get to the hockey. There's only four games on the schedule tonight, but there's uh, a couple of them that are very intriguing, and I'll have one of those in bonus time. But let's start off with the first game of the night, Dallas traveling to Edmonton. The Stars will take on the Oilers. This is one that has a lot of uh, playoff positioning. Uh, implications for it. Why? Because in the Pacific Division right now, the Oilers, uh, they're not going to catch Calgary. Calgary is is parked at the top spot. But Edmonton right now sits with the two seed uh, in the Pacific. The Kings are right behind them, only two points behind. Dallas right now comfortably in that second wild card spot, but they still need a little bit of help. They got some Over the course of the last 48 hours, because Vegas managed to screw up and lose to, I don't know how, New Jersey at home, uh, and Vancouver finally lost after being on such a hot streak. So Dallas is getting a little bit of a cushion, but they've still got a couple teams in their rearview mirror that are trying to steal that wild card from them. So as Dallas goes on the road, this is one, I honestly believe this could be as close of a coin toss as we're going to see in a hockey game over the next couple of days. But because of that, I am going to side with the home team and roll with the Oilers on the money line in this one i even think you might want to take them in regulation and if you do That's actually a plus 100. If you take them on the money line, it's just a minus 155. The favorite has won eight of the last 11 times these two teams have played. And Dallas has actually won the first two meetings this year. I don't see them making it three in a row against a very good Edmonton team that knows they need this win in order to hold on to that number two spot. So let's take Edmonton. Like I said, I'll take them on the money line. It's a minus 155, so you could pair it with something else if you want. Or if you want the juice, take the Oilers in regular. Regulation against the Stars at a plus 100. That'll get us started on a hockey hump day.
0: Roll with the Oilers. Number four. All right, let's go to the diamond and let's try to make some money that we lost back tonight. And let's start off with a uh, pitcher that you're probably you remotely thinking about betting on. Uh, but I think this is a tremendous value on the line. Vladimir Gutierrez of the Cincinnati Reds taking on the San Diego Padres. And I'm going to bet the over on three and a half strikeouts, Lundy, at plus plus. One twenty. uh, Pulled this one from DraftKings. Yeah, I get seduced by that Jew. So Gutierrez stinks. Uh, it, this is what he did in the first two uh, rotations. Uh, 4.1 innings pitched uh, in Atlanta. Gave up a couple of earned runs there. Then turned around and uh, only went four innings against the L.A. Dodgers. Gave up more earned runs in those meetings. But he did hit four strikeouts against the Braves. He did hit three strikeouts, though he just fell by the hook short against the hard-hitting Dodgers. But it's all about the matchup, man. Uh, San Diego has struck out more than any other team in Major League Baseball so far on this young year. I've been picking on them, and they have been profitable. Uh, if you take that angle, they have punched out 122 times, Lundy, in 13 games. Now, Gutierrez does not have overwhelming stuff, but he does miss the occasional bat. So, get at plus 120, I'm getting sucked in at those odds Vader follow. Vlad Gutierrez of Mr. Red Legs, not so fame. Over three and a half Ks against the pods, plus 120 at DraftKings.
1: Ooh. Oh, man, I'm sorry, I gotta fade you on this one. I just I you know, I maybe it's the uh, slightly sexy, gravelly voice you've got going, oh, but there's not just that sexy something
0: about the way I feel right now.
1: There is something I don't trust about this one, and I'm guessing that more than likely, the reason that I have the trust issues is because we're talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I won a <laughs> lot of money. Look, I won a lot of money over the course of the last weekend because I just kept taking the Dodgers on the run line over and over and over again. And the Dodgers did that in their four-game sweep of the Reds uh, over the weekend. And so I just have major trust trust issues with Cincinnati. And as low as that K number is, I still can't buy into it, man. Maybe it's because of what I just mentioned before. Stupid Kyle Freeland. I just needed a fourth punch out, you jerk.
0: Well, I think we're going to get the fourth one tonight. Give me four innings, Vladdy, daddy. And I will be a happy yet sickly camper. Number three. All right, let's go to one of the premier pitching matchups on the night. We got Mets. We got Giants. And I'm going to go with the under here, Lundy, on seven runs. Not a high number, but when you see the pitching matchup, it's understandable. Minus 110 at BetMGM. You got Carlos Rodon. Taking on Chris Bassett in this one. And Rodon has been brilliant so far this season. 12 innings pitch, two earned runs allowed, 21 strikeouts. That's a 15 plus K per nine for you non-math majors out there. Enticing a 35.2% called plus swinging strike rate. Now you look at Bassett, uh, equally brilliant. Uh, 12 innings pitch, one earned run, and he's punched out 14. He has drawn a 12.6%. Just swinging strike percentage alone. So what these guys do, pinpoint control. They make guys look silly in the box. I think it's going to be more of the same. You know, the downside with any of these is obviously how deep of the game they go. Uh, Rodon really hasn't been on much of a pitch count. So I think you're going to get him for seven strong innings. I think Bass in a minimum of six. And if these bullpens hold up, man, I'd see this finishing like three to two. Uh, that would be five. Well, South is seven. And that's what I'm going to roll with. So fade or follow. Mets. Giants under seven total runs, minus 110 at Ben MGM.
1: Uh, I like this one a lot. I'm actually kind of disappointed because I really wanted to do the no run first inning in this game, but it's juiced to high heaven. It's a minus 165. Wow. Um, so I'm going to have to find, I, I still want to bet it, but I'm going to find another no run first inning to pair it with. I haven't decided who yet, but I really wanted to jump on this one. But unfortunately uh, the books were like, Oh yeah, this pitching matchup, you're going to pay for it, Lundy. Um, so they, they went ahead and juiced it all up. So we'll find somebody else that's not going to do it. And I'll do a two leg, no runner. But um, I do like that one. I'm also a, uh, uh, a little curious uh it, I, I i don't know i guess maybe i'll just ask you this one brad carlos Rodon's uh strikeout total is at seven and a half why do i feel like that's too high uh
0: i tell you man he's more than capable of putting a snowman in the box score uh the mets though if you look at their strikeout rate so far this season they have been one of the better contact teams in baseball they're number yeah. 20 in total strikeouts it's a good number uh where's the juice siding is it pretty well even?
1: it's no it's actually juiced to the over which is kind of why i'm tempted to do the under seven and a half because it's at 100 yeah and i could see him finishing at a flat lucky number seven because of the contact rate that you just talked about with the mets i i think this number might be too high i i think i might roll with the under on his strikeout total especially at plus 100
0: i don't hate it uh but i do love the under in the game Mets and giants on that seven line Stay tuned for my top plays in the NBA playoffs, plus bonus time in the NBA, Major League Baseball, and, of course, the NHL.
1: Number two.
0: All right, Lenny. let's go to Bulls and Bucks game number two in Milwaukee, And a guy that uh, built cities, uh, I, I don't think he built them for rock and roll, uh, to quote uh, Starship. Uh, We built this city. I hate that song, by the way. Absolutely despise that song. I don't know why I just mentioned it and now you're singing it, but uh, my ears are bleeding as a result. Uh, and my bankroll will probably bleed again, but I'm going back to the well. Give me Chris Middleton over two-and-a-half made triples, minus 105 at DraftKings. I know the narrative. Everybody's talking up. all oh, the Bulls are playing defense. Maybe they figured something out. Uh, they made some tweaks in their scouting report, in their game plan. They went out and executed. Uh, I, I think it's all a bunch of hullabaloo, a bunch of hogwash, a bunch of poppycock. I think the true colors the Bulls are going to show tonight, I think Milwaukee kills them. Uh, I would take Milwaukee minus five and a half in the first half. I would take Milwaukee minus 10 in the full game. And I think some of the stars that struggled in that first matchup, which is pretty much everybody except for Giannis, uh, I think are going to come alive, including Middleton. uh, Going one for seven uh, from three in game number one. Uh, And you look, you got to remember, in the regular season, Chicago was number 27 in three point percentage D. And Middleton is just going to continue to gun. So I think he gets uno, dos, tres. Through the cylinder and at minus one hundred and five at DraftKings, good value on the juice here. So fade or follow again, Chris Middleton over two and a half made threes minus one hundred and five at DK.
1: On rock and roll, sorry. Um, let's go. Uh, I, I'll follow. I'll follow in this one. I just am really enjoying sticking that because if you're gonna lay around on the couch drinking Nyquil all day, yeah. I want that song. I want that song buried. Deep into your brain, like uh, the roots of a California. You know, I get these, like
0: crazy Nyquil dreams. So now there, there's going to be some theme song, and I'm going to be riding a donkey off a cliff, and that's going to be the song playing in the background.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I, I think that's probably, <laughs> uh, I, 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 think that's probably pretty true. I, yeah. I would fully expect that to happen. Look, uh, look, you just got to take what you get with grace, slick, and run with it. Okay, Starship stuck in your head. Yeah. Enjoy it.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate it. Come on, Chris Middleton. Don't do me wrong. Make three threes against the Bulls. Number one. All right. Here is the smart money wager. At least I'm hoping so. Give me Marcus Smart. Uh, number one today. Over 20.5 points plus assists, 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 assist, Lundy. Minus 115 at FanDuel. Uh, the one thing that you and I constantly preach. You got to shop around. Shop, shop, shop. And I'm butchering that song because my voice is so damn scratchy and gravelly. But... If you look at Smart on this number, everywhere else outside of FanDuel, it's a 21.5. So you're getting an extraordinary value, in my estimation, on 20.5 points plus assists uh, with a, you know, a Bible juice at minus 115 at FanDuel. You look at Smart. Yes, I understand that Brooklyn has been outstanding defensively. You look at their last 10 games, going back in the regular season, number eight in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency, third fewest assists per game allowed. But Smart has tore them a new one the entire year. He had 26 combined in game number one. And in the other three meetings this season, 23, 25, and 28. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to you know, take the trend. I'm going to gobble it on down, and I am going to invest in it. I think Marcus Smart, your defensive player of the year, you know, those kleptomaniac hands and a tenacious defender that he is, I think his offensive game is going to show up yet again, and he'll facilitate to get over this 20 and a half number so we can cash a ticket. So fade or follow Marcus Smart of the Celtics over 20.5 points plus assists, minus 115 at Fandle.
1: I like the shop around. I will take that uh, number as well. Feel uh, strongly on this one, actually. Despite, as you said, despite what Brooklyn's doing, I do really like uh, the idea of him getting over on this total. There's a lot of props in that game, actually, that I like, to be honest. But maybe it's because I've been up since really early this morning. I've had a lot of coffee, yeah, and I have tell. been diving into a lot of different uh, player props and like— my brain's going to explode, so I'm just going to follow, and I'm not even going to worry about it. And I might even go try to do a shot of NyQuil just to see how it makes me feel by the time I show up on your radio show later today.
0: Oh, crazy fever dreams, man. Just talk. That's what I need you to do. Just, just seize the reins and talk, I got you. and I will take a little nap.
1: I got you. You ready for this? Let's have some fun. We ready for bonus time? Yeah, Let's
0: do a bonus time. What do you got for
1: me, Lundy? Uh, let's go back to that Edmonton game that I was talking about. I told you that to a certain extent I wanted to lean towards them in regulation at the plus 100. But if you don't feel good about that, if you just want to take them on a the money line, here's a simple two-legger that I think you could do that gets you to plus 210. Take Edmonton on the money line and then take under six and a half goals uh, in the game. Uh, in the matchups between these two, um, they've been under in six out of their last eight uh, meetings. Uh, they've been in the two games that have been played so far this season. They've split it once they were over, once they were under. Um, but I just I feel like Edmonton's going to win this one. But it would not surprise me at all for the final to be like three to two or maybe four to two. Um, so I'm going to take the under on the six and a half. I'm going to bump it up just slightly and then take Edmonton on the money line. If you slap those two together as the same gamer on DraftKings, you can get it at a plus two ten. Elsewhere, let's go back to. Uh, Milwaukee and Chicago. I've got two picks I like in this one. The first one, just a good gut feel about the first half. Milwaukee is fifth in the NBA in first half scoring. Chicago's 21st. I'm going to lay Milwaukee minus five and a half on the first half line. Uh, You can get that one at a minus 115. By the way, that's at FanDuel. Everybody else has it at either six or six and a half right now. As of when we're taping, FanDuel still has it at five and a half. So I'm going to take that one and avoid the potential of the hook. And then if you want to, if you want to have some fun if you want to get seduced by this one i'm gonna say milwaukee wins the game by between 11 and 15 points Ooh. and you can get that at a plus 425 at BetMGM, folks it is a plus 370 elsewhere so i'm getting a full 55 points on that one I think that Chicago, who has lost 17 out of the last 18 meetings between these two teams. Brad, I saw a phenomenal stat. You want to know the last time the Bulls beat Giannis or beat the Bull beat the Bucks when Giannis was in the lineup? December 26th of 2017. Yeah. Milwaukee owns Chicago top to bottom. And now you're going to let them play uh, this contest at home. Milwaukee is not going to have 21 turnovers like they did in the first game. Uh, I say they win this one and I say they creep just over the spread, but I'm going to go ahead and get the plus juice at the 425 for between 11 and 15. And last one from me, just because you told me to talk because I know you don't feel well. I'm going to take DeMar DeRozan to go over four and a half assists in the game. That one's juiced to a minus 140. But in the regular season, Milwaukee allowed the 6th most assists to opponents, and DeRozan notched 6 apples in Game 1. I say he gets to 5, and I'll take the over at 4.5. All right,
0: I'll go rapid fire here. I want all Tyrese Maxey I can get my hands on. Uh, I'll take the over on 2.5 made threes. Why? Because it just continues to print money. At plus 130, the guy is 22 for his last 40. From way downtown. And the Raptors in their last seven games allowed 44.7% from distance. I also like Tyrese Maxey. Over 25.5 on the PRA. He has done this at four of his last five. Remember, since his game's in Canada, no Matisse-Thibel. So he's going to be relied upon even more in terms of overall usage. And then I'll just throw out a little 3 legger one-game parlay I put together at BetMGM. All these guys just get a hit in the Rockies game this afternoon. Chris Bryant. Charlie Blackman, Bryce Harper, you get that at plus 105 right now at MGM. All of them have a storied history against the starters. Uh, Brian against Zach Elfin, uh, 8 for 13 lifetime. Blackman, 5 for 9 lifetime. And Bryce Harper against Herman Marquez, 5 for 13 lifetime. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this exhausting edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lunny. On Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a, a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this podcast? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Give me a Kleenex. Feed the Noise.